All right, welcome everybody to our Fit Union Team Leadership Call. We are at Thursday, February 26th, really jacked about tonight's call, especially after seeing a little bit of this uh, two nights ago. Um, really interested to hear more on it and, and hear from our guest speakers that Jason will be bringing us to here in just a minute. But as usual, a couple housekeeping items and some congratulations are in order here. Um, just for the, the greater good and for you guys to understand uh, uh, is at stake here for the last couple of days of the month. Obviously, with it being at February 26th, you guys all understand that there's only two days left in this month. So uh, a few things are going to happen. Um, not only do we have a short month here, you guys are going to see if you have Shakeology Home Direct orders that are on the 29th, 30th, or 31st. Those are going to be processed early. They're going to be processed tomorrow or the day after. This is always a surprise. I always get messages from people asking. So just be cognizant of that fact. If you have an HD order that goes out the last few days of the month, it's going to be processed early because this is February. So know that. It's kind of a cool thing. You guys should see a spike, a bigger check than normal. Uh, it's always kind of what happens in February. You have actually two back-to-back -back nice checks just because of the way things are, are pushed a little bit early in this month and then you still have those same HD orders next month as well. So it's kind of a neat thing. Um, February is also the month of the Team Beachbody Cup, which is coming to an end. Hopefully you and your teams have rocked it out. You guys have all gotten the uh, 30 points and at least level one, maybe level two, some um, people on the call, and then some show-offs doing level three, which is awesome. The cup is so valuable. It does, it's not just about racking up success club points and you know, getting the prizes and the Autumn Calabrese bobblehead. It's really about working really well with four other coaches, finding a success partner, cheering on some of your personally sponsored coaches. That's what the Cup's about. It's about building some momentum. And hopefully you guys uh, got to do that and got yourself on a momentum roll going into March. Don't forget about the challenge packs that are still on sale here for a couple more days. Have not heard what's going to be in store yet for March. I know they're always going to have some type of spring fling coming up in March. Just historically, the last couple of years, it's kind of been like a spring-related uh, challenge pack. So I expect it probably to be something along the lines of uh, maybe the three-day refresh by itself, which it is still this month. No, it's not. Actually, I think it was just a three-day refresh was part of uh, – no, it is. Um, that one was one of them this month. But I expect that to be maybe extended over. And you might even see something like the 21-day Ultimate Reset. It's just my guess. But this month you have the 21-day Fix Challenge Pack as well as the 21-day Fix Extreme out there. you got the Kickstart Challenge Packs, which is a 21-day Fix in your flavor of Shakeology, um, as well as the 21-day Fix Extreme uh, Challenge Pack with the Kickstart and the 3-day Refresh. The 3-day Refresh is all by itself in a Challenge Pack. And then you also have the Less Mills Combat to still out there for February. The Les Mills products, guys, just be cognizant of the fact that when those are gone, they are gone. They're not going to be re replenishing that stock. So if you, it's a program that you want, get those before they're gone. The Les Mills uh, Combat Program is, I think, one of our hidden gems in the, in the library. It's a really cool program. Um, it's a lot of fun, kind of mixed martial arts, and it's a great uh, calorie, calorie burner. So the 21-day fix is coming to an end, but the combat one is still going to be in there, I think, for the foreseeable until that stock is done. 
Again, haven't heard much about the March ones, but we're going to hear probably in the next day or two. Wanted to give a big shout-out to uh, Extreme Team, which is part of my downline, Christy Moore and Shannon Osby and that whole great team over there. 43 new coaches alone just for that team in the last uh, seven days, which is awesome. Going to embarrass her a little bit. Uh, Shannon Osby, who is a five-star diamond now, Jason. She's qualifying right now. She just hit the five-star mark this morning. She's qualifying. So she's got that all-important six weeks. So a big shout-out to Shannon. What? What was that? I said, what? I didn't know that. That's awesome. That's, that's awesome. I mean, that's just a good example of her doing the right things over and over and over. And then, you know, two years down the line, wow, I'm five-star. I'm at this elite level. So really good job, Shannon. Yep, it's awesome. So we'll cheer you on, Shannon, to hit that six weeks, which I know you'll have no problem doing, and you'll be joining us on the five-star wall. Uh, those are the announcements. I have one more, Jason, and I'm going to wait till the end of the call to announce it to make sure these people stay stick around. Uh, it's about our guest speaker next week. I'm really jacked about not only this week, but next week's speaker, too. We've got some back-to-back great calls, and I'll, and I'll shed that here at the end of the, at the call. But for right now, Jason, unless you have any other announcements, I'm going to turn it over to you. Um, yeah, okay. I mean, there's one thing that Jeff said that I actually kind of disagree with Jeff. So, um, you know, when it comes to that Team Cup, um, I really think it is all about the Autumn Calabrese bobblehead. So, you know, if you're on my team, you don't have your five points yet. We need a total of 30 so everybody gets the bobblehead. So I really want people to step up for that. Otherwise, much, yeah, I'll agree. So. Do you, somebody asked me this. I didn't know the answer to it, Jason. Do you know? If your team doesn't reach 30, because, you know, some teams just are starting out and they're trying to get that 30, but you have one or two coaches that does get Success Club, do those individual coaches still get the bobblehead? No, I, not that I – not the way I read it. You need 30, and then you have to have five. So okay. we need everybody to step up to get to 30. Otherwise, we're going to have a lot of spare bobbleheads on our hands. Um, anywho. Um, I, did a, I did a video today, and it was just kind of – about reappreciating the business. A lot of times, you know, you get in the business, you're focused on volume instead of rank, and then, you know, you're worried about technology problems, and just the last couple of years has come full circle with me, so it's kind of an appreciation video and just kind of like remembering some stuff and the ways to do it, which is mostly about building personal relationships, but it's easy to forget that. Anyway, I won't take more time with that, but there's a video that I'll be posting uh, just to just check on Facebook for that. And then I don't want to take up any more time for our guest speaker. Um, we were kind of fumbling today for a guest speaker, so it's just going to be me and my buddy Greg, and then we invited um, our common friend together, and uh, lo and behold, he was available, so it's a really awesome opportunity. Um, I met Greg a couple years ago back in Fiji with Tony Robbins. He was designing a fitness and financial program, and um, I'm like, awesome, here's a free Shakeology, try it. And he said, yeah, well, when I get this going, I think I might check out the Beach Buddy. I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. And I just kind of really didn't think it would happen. And then a couple of years later, sure enough, like he got done with the Marines, uh, you know, retired with honors, and then he came back and he's like, hey, I just lost 30 pounds with insanity. I want to become a coach now. And I'm like, who are you? Um, but it was awesome that we made that connection in Fiji, and he really did what he said he was going to do, which if there's one thing that Greg is, it's a man of his word. And so he told me about the certification classes that he was running for fitness and uh, financial programs. And, he, and I'm like, that's cool. I mean, I want to be certified if I'm going to help you do this. And uh, he said, cool, you have to go learn NLP. And I had known about NLP all my life. Whatever Tony Robbins does on stage is NLP, um, if you know what that means or not. And hopefully our guest speaker today can teach that to you. 
Anyway, I went to the class. Every day I wore a Beachbody t-shirt, you know, P90X, Insanity, uh, so forth. And one of the days, um, the guy on stage came down. He's like, you know, what's up with all these t-shirts you're wearing? Either you work for the the company or you're like the biggest geeky fan ever. And I'm like, yeah, a little bit of both. Um, and then he shared a secret with me that he had had results from our programs. And I'm like, man, with your venue, you need to be sharing with this with people and you could really help a lot of people and earn a lot of money. But I didn't pressure it because people of that prestige um, are very careful about what they do with their influence, and rightfully so. And then I said, yeah, Greg sent me here. You know, he said the world about you. And uh, Matt said, well, I think the world about Greg. I tried to hire him, but I couldn't afford him. And then later on, you know, Greg went back to Matt talking about his certification classes that he was building and spent, you know, thousands of dollars building. And Greg said, you know what, like, I think I'm going to abandon that and I'm just going to do this beach buddy thing. And that was after Greg went on the cruise with us, you know, and there's only two people I've ever taken on these successful trips. Number one is your your host of this call, Jeff Armbruster, number two is Greg. And both of those people that saw how great the company is and the rewards that we get have turned out to be huge successes. So I'm, you know, really happy that's true with Greg as well. And anyway, Greg taught that back to Matt. Matt's like, well, maybe I should think about this, and maybe this is something I could do with my influence. And lo and behold, now, um, you know, six to eight months later, me, Greg, and uh, Matt are all working together. So just a little bit about Matt, and I'm I'm sure I'm going to hammer. I'm not going to do you justice when it comes to all your accomplishments. But Matt James, Ph.D., um, he actually accredited his own university. He's been teaching NLP and, you know, one of the foremost educators of the subject in the world, if not the nation. You know, he learned from one of the founders of the subject when he was as young as in his teens. And, you know, he learned this class from Richard Bandler and Tony Robbins right after they were learning it and teaching it. And now, you know, 30 years later, he's probably the most experienced voice in the nation, again, if not the world, for teaching the subject matter. So we're really blessed to have his expertise um, with us and on the team. And I think the reason that it all works together is because he is a product of the product. You know, went through P90X. I'm not going to steal his thunder and tell you about all his results. But the reason that he believes in this, independent of all his other accomplishments, is because it works for him. So without any further ado, we're going to have uh, Matt James on the call, owner of NLP.com, and he's going to introduce to you kind of what we're doing and how it benefits the team as a whole. Wow, Jason, th- uh, thank you so much. I mean, I get to introduce you at my events and, and talk about you, and uh, you definitely got a good color shift on my face here, and uh, I- I'm humbled. I'm, I'm very grateful to be a part of your team and have learned so much from you and really opened my eyes to the benefit of talking to people about Beachbody. So thank you for having me on this call, and I'm glad that I had time to do it because this is the kind of stuff that I love to do. Um, for those of you that are on the call, uh, I'm a part of your team. I'm with you guys here. I am a Beachbody success story, uh, varsity athlete in high school, packed on 100 pounds of fat. I can teach you how to do that, but you probably don't want to know. Um, eat complete crap and drink Coca-Cola until your brain explodes. And saw one of my fellow, one of my coworkers, one of my employees get results doing P90X. And like many people initially kind of snickered at it, you know, it's an infomercial. And then saw her husband with a six pack and I'm like, okay, dude, what are you doing? And he told me. 
in 2009, I started doing it and dropped probably about 85 pounds of fat. Um, I had already been doing a lot of uh, nutrition and already dropped about 15 prior to that. So got rid of about 100 pounds of fat, packed on about 20 pounds of muscle, and refused to talk about it. I'm a doctor of integrative psychology, and I've been studying the mind, uh, energy, mind, body, and that's been my focus. been teaching since the 90s, and one of the things that comes out of integrative psychology or health psychology is that there's a difference between fitness and health, and this is just more of a psychological definition. It's not a matter of argument or to split hairs or anything. Fitness is the body, nutrition and physical working out. A lot of people refer to health as the body, but the current research and the current model is total health is energetic, mental, emotional, and physical. And in order to be completely healthy as an individual, you have to be able to have the energy to do the things that you're meant to do, the mindset and the ability to focus in on what you want to achieve, be able to continue to motivate yourself on a daily basis. I mean, this, today was a day off, so I can't sit here and go, I did my workout today. Yesterday was core synergistics. I've been doing that now for six years. Um, my man Jason on this call, I, I told him, it's not as a mean thing, I just said, I'm getting a little bit bored of plyometrics. He's like, you've got to get one-on-one. Uh, one-on-one plyo kicked my ass. I do that. I did that about four days ago. You've got to be able to motivate yourself consistently and get up and do the workout because otherwise you lose momentum. And then, of course, Beachbody. I mean, they have cornered the physical aspect of health, and that's the main reason why I aligned with them. Here's what I know. Here's what I have been teaching and sharing, and I'm going to define what NLP is. I'm going to give you some tips. I'm going to talk to you about some specific things that you can do from a sales perspective when you're enrolling a new potential client, a new potential coach. And I also want to teach you how to deal with some of the things that are issues that can come up for people. Obviously, in a 40-minute uh, format, I'm going to be able to go to a certain level of depth, but not to as deep as I would when I teach my five-day trainings that run from 10 to 8. Uh, so I'm going to do my best to give you some tips. First and foremost, you can have the most amazing product on the planet. You can have, and for those of you who love the other workout programs, you've got to forgive me. I'm a big fan of P90X. Just them. That's the body style that I want. It challenges me in the right way. Uh, you know, my wife does T25. She moved over to Insanity Max. Uh, my mom is uh, doing the 21-day fix, not the extreme. So everyone has the thing that they gravitate towards. Everything has a deeper meaning for someone. Here's what I know as a doctor of integrative psychology. The number one thing that causes you to fail either in your business with regards to your success or in a workout program is that thing in between your two ears called your mind. Most people set out with a mindset that already sets themselves up for failure. And I'm not talking about positive thinking or law of attraction. I teach that stuff. But there are deeper things going on inside our brain. The number one thing that causes you to fail is actually all in the mind. You get sick, and so you stop working out, and you, you make your story, you make your excuse, I lost my momentum, and I just haven't been able to pick it back up. You get stressed out, and you're like, oh, I'm too stressed out. I need to sleep more. You know, all the research that's out there shows that if you work out, you reduce stress better than sitting on your ass and watching television. Part of my language is just sometimes when I get fired up, that's the way I talk. And getting stressed out and using that as an excuse rather than learning how to flip that switch. Uh, lack of a clear goal, that one is huge. 
a lack of a clear goal of what you're doing, looking at the scale rather than how your pants fit. Uh, I have a picture of me when I became a trainer of neuro-linguistic programming, and I weighed uh, roughly 235 pounds. I was wearing a size 46 pants. I got a picture of me cleaning out my garage where I found those exact same pants. I'm wearing a T25 shirt. Uh, Greg gave it to me. I should have been wearing a P90X shirt, but I'm wearing a T25 shirt. Sean's awesome. So I'm wearing the shirt, holding the pants in front of me. And I'm wearing a size 30 now. That is a huge difference. I even had trouble getting going in the beginning because my goal was based on a pain. Here, for those of you who are taking notes or mental notes or writing this down, one of the biggest detriments anyone can do in starting off a workout program is focus in on a pain versus focusing in on what they want to accomplish. I was dealing initially with a pain, a pain of I'm a former athlete, I teach mindset, and I'm in the worst shape of my life getting up on stage in front of people and telling them that they can live a totally healthy life. That is a complete contradiction. There was a huge pain, and I was trying to get away from that pain, and I knew better than that. I had to work on the mental aspect and the emotional aspect in order to make sure that I found success with what I did. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment. Having a clear goal. At one point, as I was beginning to drop the weight, and it came off fast with P90X, and I, I started off with a P90X lean. I then went in and did the normal one. I then went in and did doubles, and the weight was flying off, and then all of a sudden one day, the scale starts going up. And I'm going, oh, my God, what's happening? I got down to 150 pounds, and now all of a sudden I weigh 155. But my pants were still baggy. Knowing what I know, I had to redefine my goal. Goals need to be about things that are measurable. You want to make sure that you and your success stories have a measurable goal. Be careful what you're measuring, though. Muscle, on average, weighs twice as much as fat. Anyone who's in the fitness industry should know that. And then at some point, as you're packing on muscle, the scale is going to go up. The scale is actually one of the worst measurements for how fit you are. I moved four boxes filled with my old psychology textbooks up and down from above our garage and packed them away in an area that I had cleaned out this Christmas. And after doing all four of them, I was sprinting back up the stairs. That's a better measurement than what the scale says. How do you feel as you're doing physical activity? Big thing that you want to be able to do with your clients is help them to find their need, turn it into the positive, and help them to flip the switch on the negative. I'll give you more specifics on that in a moment. The science that I teach, it's an art and a science. It's called neuro-linguistic programming. It's been around since the 70s. NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. I'm just going to make it really simple for you guys. It's a study of language. It's a study of results. Bandler and Grinder, the two people that invented NLP, recognized that certain people are successful and other people aren't. How many other coaches signed up when Jason signed up to do Beachbody? How many other coaches out there did the exact same thing that he did? A workout program started changing his life. Why is it that there are so many people in Jason's team and some of these other people, maybe even people that were on the upline for Jason, who have now quit and are no longer doing it? Spandler and Grinder asked an amazing question. They asked, why isn't everyone successful? Let's take Beachbody, for example. They have an amazing training program. They have where to start. I'm looking at the – you guys were talking about success club points, and I wanted to make sure that I contributed to our bobblehead goal that Jason said that we 
<laughs> so I logged into you my Team Beachbody. I Success Club qualify. I'm a one-star diamond qualifying coach. I've only been a coach since like October of last year. And what's the difference? What makes one person successful and someone else not successful? The very first coach that I signed up, she hasn't signed anyone else up, and she's an amazing woman. She comes, she's a medical doctor. She comes and assists at all of my trainings. And the last training I said to her, I said, you've got to sign someone up. You've got to get going. You need to do something with this. The NLP is a simple approach to a basic idea. Why is it that one person is successful and another person isn't? And if we can figure out what the difference is, can we emulate that and teach it to other people? And the answer is yes. And that's what NLP has been doing for the past 30 years. I got into it back when I was 13. That's uh, 31 years ago, for those of you doing the math. I'm 40 this year. And my first experience was with Tony Robbins. I got to study with Richard Bandler, the guy that created it. And a lot of people overcomplicate this. Everything that Tony Robbins does is based on NLP. And what he just simply says, like when he works with Serena Williams, you've already won a tennis tournament. You've already won one of these majors. Let's get you back into that same state. And that's all he does. Simple things that make a huge difference. When I started doing this Beachbody stuff, I didn't attempt to go in and reinvent the wheel. I used NLP. I talked with Jason. I talked with people who've been successful in this and modeled what they did. That's what NLP is all about. NLP is about learning how to take these concepts and ideas that another individual has, turn it into a workable format that you can then utilize for yourself, and in turn, emulate their success. Will we all become as successful as Jason? Probably not. I mean, the guy's the bodfather of what we do. And that's a nickname that Greg and I have given him. It's like the godfather, but the godfather of body. So he's the bodfather. So I want you guys to perpetuate that because that's an amazing title for him with everything that he's done. Will we ever get that successful? I don't know. That doesn't matter. What I know is that if I'm going to model success, I'm going to model someone who's doing it well, who's doing it amazingly well. And I'm going to find out what makes them tick. One of the things that successful people do is called reframing. For those of you who are taking notes and, and gaining some benefit from this call, the word reframing is a simple thing. It's a simple concept or idea that you take a situation and you look at it from a different perspective. So here are some tips that I want to give you. Reframing is helping someone look at a situation in a different way. Now, in politics, they call it spin, but that's when people get pissed off because that's the politician saying, don't worry, that's not pollution, that's just, you know, haze. That's not, that's not smog, it's, it's a gentle haze. That, like we have here in the islands, I live in Hawaii, and we have vog, and that sounds so beautiful, it's volcanic smog, it's crap in the air, you don't want to breathe. But locals <laughs> refer to it as haze, or oh, we have a hazy sunset tonight. Okay, that's not a very positive reframe, but it does make you think of things in a different way. Here's an amazing reframe that I heard Tony Robbins say, um, that you look at something that is painful in your life. You look at something that isn't going well, that isn't right, and you look at it from a different perspective and ask yourself, is this the very challenge that I needed in order to kick it up a notch? In other words, is a workout hard or is it a challenge? Honestly, I used to coach volleyball, so when I first started doing plyometrics, yeah, it kicked my butt. I'm not going to act like I nailed it the first time. And it was that be 
that be, that was not overly difficult from a mindset perspective, and it just took time for my body to catch up. Yoga, P90X yoga, hour and a half, kicked my ass, man. I was in frog, and I don't feel like my hips ever recovered for the first month holding frog for that long. I was like almost in tears. If any of you have ever, if you can go back to your first workout from Beachbody that just killed you, oh, that was the one for me. Yoga just absolutely nailed me. Rather than sitting there going, oh my God, this is painful, it's too difficult, it's too hard, I reframed it in my mind and said, this is a challenge. This is a challenge, and the word challenge for me, because I've done sports, because I teach mindset, because I flipped it into a challenge, I realized this is something that I want to take on. This is something that I want to tackle. I have a different viewpoint on challenge. What's the word that triggers it for you and puts it into the positive? Tony Horton on P90X one-on-one, he, he was referencing someone and Jason, maybe you can help me out with which, which video it was. It was either um, uh, it was either plyo legs or it could have been diamond delts or arms. Those are the three that I really focus in on. But anyway, he was referencing someone on the message board, and he said, someone on the message board, I think it was Phoenix Hawk, says pain is just your body pushing fear out. Right. Yeah, that is Phoenix Hawk. Uh, we know him. But I think it's a Marine slogan, isn't it? Could be. Greg would know if it's a Marine slogan or not. Could be. My whole thing is that Tony on P90X one-on-one references that, and that's an example of an NLP reframe. That's an example of an NLP reframe where some people sit there and go, I have pain. Now, there's two different types of pain. There's pain where you've injured yourself, and then there's pain that you just worked out so hard that you're going to need someone to spot you when you sit down to go to the bathroom. That's a good kind of pain to have. That means you have just nailed your legs in a way that is going to help them grow and get stronger and more powerful. And when he said that, when he gave that reframe, pain, pain is just your body pushing fear out. Even I sat there and went, that's a great mindset to have, that a person is sitting there going, ooh, what I feel in my legs is actually my body getting rid of that fear. And they're able to Pain is weakness more. leaving the body. Pain is weakness leaving the body. Thank you. That's it, not fear. I teach, I teach how to let go of fear, and so I might have flipped that into a fear. Thank you very much. Pain is weakness leaving the body. Th- that whole reframe changes the mindset of what it is that you're doing. One of the things that Greg and I have been working on with the team, the, the people that have signed up under us, that are a part of what I want to sh- share with you guys, because we're a part of your team. We're all one big team here is how do you help people see things in a different way? Reframing is looking at a problem and putting a positive viewpoint on it. Now, you can't do that with every single one. The better you get at this, though, the easier it is for you to help the people that sign up under you, your coaches who are experiencing in challenges in enrolling their own coaches, challenges getting going, people that b- purchase the product and want you as a coach to motivate them, Motivating them is taking a pain point and turning it into a positive. Now, some pain points run deeper. Some pain points require you to have skills to help the person overcome a deeper issue. Uh, One of the things that I love to draw on is current research that's out there. Uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton, who wrote a book called Biology of Belief, a worthwhile read for you guys to understand the power of beliefs, 
and what it does to the body. In his latest book called The Honeymoon Effect, which is more about relationships, he breaks down exactly what happens when you begin to have thinking or thought process that takes you off course, how it literally affects your body. That a person who has a mindset that they have a bad knee has less of a chance of strengthening that knee in comparison to someone that just routinely calls it my knee that I'm working on to improve my health. And I know, I know that might sound crazy and like it's splitting hairs. We're at the point now, though, where the research validates that you get a different level of success based on that mindset. Now, Bruce Lipton says that the subconscious or the unconscious mind that represents 90 to 95% of our total consciousness can process 40 million nerve impulses per second. And that the conscious mind that we think is all-powerful only processes 40 nerve impulses per second. So our conscious thought process is 40, and our unconscious is 40 million. The problem with that is that people have deeper level programming. Some people have a deeper level programming that they need to overcome. And the reason why Jason and I are, are working together and bringing you and helping out with as much information as we can, because the more you understand mindset and what that deeper level programming can do to you, you realize that that deeper level programming can derail you, can absolutely derail you and throw you off. One of, one of the deeper level programmings that people have is their deeper need. What is it that they truly want? I did a um, whole sales talk for um, our small little team that we put together over the past few months trying to help them out with a better mindset with how to sell, how to take a person through an enrollment process. This is the next tip that I want to give you guys, and it comes from NLP. And that is that it requires listening skills to actually help someone enroll. It requires listening skills to figure out what a person really wants and what they need and what allows you to enroll them in your team as one of your coaches or someone who's going to buy one of the Beachbody products. Helping them enroll is less about you telling them your need and more about you linking their need to what it is that you have to offer. There's a whole bunch of different things that people need when they come to you. So one of the things that we have identified, uh, using again, neuro-linguistic programming, the communication skills that I teach, we've identified that people come in wanting a Beachbody product, whether that's as a coach or as someone who wants to get fit, with some really basic needs. One of the basic needs is they want to get physically fit. A need, basic need is they want to make more money as a coach. Another basic need is they want to free up their time. They want to be able to free up their time so they're able to do other things. Another need that I had not identified initially, and this happens to be from the demographics that we have seen in the people who are probably 50 to 60 range as opposed to being younger than that, they want to have a, an ability to be fit through nutrition, that they love the concept of the Shakeology. My wife's aunt, and J Jason told me that at Beachbody, they actually talk about this and, and mention it on stage. My wife's aunt loves Shakeology, absolutely loves it for one specific reason. It's helped her to get regular. In other words, her whole sales pitch when she goes to talk to her friends who are all in the late 50s, early 60 ranges, hey, you want to poop every day, this is awesome. 
not only does it help you get regular, I feel healthier, I feel better. So, I mean, here's the thing. Everybody comes in with their own need. One of the stumbling blocks that people have is that when they're attempting to enroll someone as a coach, uh, as a client, when they're attempting to enroll someone, they talk about their need. They think that sales is some sort of sales pitch, a pitch meaning you come up with a story, you share that story. So I was talking to my group yesterday, and I said, look, if you have a need to get into physical fitness that is absolutely amazing, I have a story. I have a personal story. I've got pictures on my iPhone I can show you. Here's where I was, here I, where I am now. Beachbody will help you. But if a person says to me, I want to become a coach because network marketing is one of the most amazing ways to earn an income, I don't have that level of success story yet. Because of the number of coaches we signed up and how quickly we signed them up, I have great rank. We're working on which all of you guys, which all of you guys can probably empathize with. We're working now, now. And having said that, I have an amazing person that I can reference as a success story. His name's Jason. I can talk about that level of success. Uh, Greg, Greg as a former major in the Marine Corps, uh, had a back injury. Helping, doing P90X, doing yoga, doing these things helped to heal his back up. I don't have a pain story. More time. Jason has more time to do things he wants to do. In other words, what I'm trying to get across to you is that each individual that you encounter has a deeper level need. If you want to get more successful at enrolling people, at getting through that six-week qualification status, at increasing your rank, increasing your volume, the way you motivate someone is not just through your own personal story. It's taking a personal story, something that means something to you, that Beachbody has provided for you, and linking it to the listener's need. So many people are taught that tell an amazing story and you're going to inspire someone else. Well, I don't have any pain. And so if Greg tells me his amazing story of how he overcame pain, I'm going to feel really good for Greg. That's not going to motivate me to want to do Beachbody. It might, but the chances are way lower on that. So the, the key here is, as you're going through the enrollment process, ask some specific questions. And some of the questions you can ask are, what is it that you want to get out of this? What is it that you need in your life that if you had that from a business opportunity or from a fitness opportunity, what is the one thing that is going to be the biggest difference or game changer for you? What is it? If you were talking to me six years ago when I first started doing this, it was I wanted to be in good shape. Then everything you tell me about Beachbody from that point forward is about getting into the best physical fitness in your life. I didn't care about the money aspect, didn't care about the time. Right now, I'm in really good physical shape. What sold me on becoming a coach and talking about this Hindsight's always 2020. If I was talking about it from 09, man, I would have thousands of coaches under me. I, I teach a, a thousand or so people every year. We got a database of 50,000 people. Yeah, shoulda, coulda, woulda. I'm talking about it now to my team, to my students, to my uh, database. I'm, I'm giving that information now. What got me really interested was Jason and Greg sitting me down and saying, if you do this, here's the level of income that you can bring in. And with your database and your level of expertise and what you're able to do, you're going to free up time. And that was a huge one for me. That was what sold me on becoming a Beachbody coach.
I was already fit. I was already getting results. I got a son and a daughter. My son's 15. He's now a teenager. Dad's not cool anymore. I got an eight-year-old. I got maybe about three years before boys are more important than dad. Now, maybe one. I want more time with her. I want more time that I can spend with her, quality time, and I train and travel a lot. I just, I've already done three trainings this year alone, Austin, San Jose, San Diego. I'm going to be teaching for two weeks here in Kona. Then I'm back on the road, April. Uh, I, I want more time back. That sold me. If Jason was talking to me about getting into better shape, if Greg was talking to me about pain, not on it, not on it. If Greg was talking to me about I can become regular by drinking Shakeology, didn't care about that. I was already fine in the digestive tract. So in other words, you've got to figure out what's going to motivate and enroll your potential client or coach and take the time to get into that. Take the time to find that and then help them make that goal be a part of what continues to motivate them. One of the things that Greg and I have learned is that we've got to keep the team constantly motivated reminding them of why they signed up and reminding them of their deeper level need and that desire that they have and holding on to that. That's what motivates me and gets me up every single day. I have my own personal goals. I teach goal setting and how to create a clear and concise and effective goal. I have my goals for what I want to do from a physical standpoint. That keeps me motivated every day. And to help my coaches and to help our team grow I share with them, you've got to find what's your deeper need and want and hold on to that. So that's the big tips that I got for you right there. The deeper level pain, the deeper level programming. I mean, I could share with you stories about my students or about individuals that have gone through deeper level pains and whatnot. For some people, there are deeper level issues that they need to deal with. Um, some of them come from emotional. Some of them come from the more mental aspect. Some of them come from a lack of energy in life. Like I said at the very beginning, one of the things that we want to share and that I've been sharing with Jason and that I'm, I hope to make this a part of our bigger team, this team that Jason gets to coordinate, that total health. What gets a person to be successful is finding a way to strengthen their energy, strengthen their mindset, strengthen their emotions, and how we can use Beachbody to get our bodies in the best possible shape. Hell or like four legs of a chair, and when you have strength in all four of them, you can create success. And when you have strength in all four of them, you can create success not just in workouts, but in the business that you do, and this business of Beachbody that we all do and we all love so very much. So that's pretty much it. I wanted to make sure, Jason said it would be a really good idea I know it's a one-hour call, and he said if I could keep it to around 40, 45 minutes or so to make sure that I opened it up for some questions so that I can help you guys out with some specific things. I hit right at the 40-minute mark. I'm slightly over, and so I want to make sure I leave you guys some opportunity to ask any questions you've got on mindset, on emotions, on some of the challenges that are coming up for you. And let's see if I can help you out. So, Jason, oh my God, yeah. Yeah, before I open up the line, why don't you and I comment first? I'll let you go first, and I got a question. Yeah, I mean, uh, just such a professional. I mean, hearing him speak was the same sort of, if not better, professionalism as uh, Tony Horton a couple weeks ago, and that would have, that's what it reminded me of. And you know, it speaks to both of your achievements that you know you speak at such a high level. Um, I wrote down a couple of topics that I would love for you to touch upon, and like you know, as dream wishes, and that you hit like two or three out of the five, so that's awesome. 
you know, teaching us the sales method and the technique of reframing. And if you want more of that stuff, you kind of need to get out to one of his classes because he can't teach you in five days what he, or in, in an hour what he teaches you in five days. That's for sure. Um, really great points all the way down. I took a, a list of notes myself, even though I've been to uh, two out of the three classes that he taught this year in Austin and San Diego. And Greg's been to all three, and he's going to be to all the classes all the year. And I want to tell you why um, this is important. I, obviously, after hearing him speak, um, great speaker um, and an expert when it comes to this um, industry of NLP, which hopefully you know, you've learned what that's all about. It's dis- discovering this, uh, the habits of successful people and then teaching that to other people. And, you know, every time I listen, I get something away from it. And the thing, like, like the majority of us as coaches, <clears throat> when we're presented with an opportunity to sell, we sell people on what we think is important or what's important to us. And, and that's just not the case. So I was talking to a potential new coach today, uh, Tanya, if you're out there. And um, there was a couple times in that call where I'm like, oh, this is where I should talk about this thing that I love, or this is where I should talk about this thing that's important to me. And I caught myself in doing that, and I'm like, no, listen to what she wants and talk about how our opportunity benefits her from doing that. To be honest with you, everybody in the call, like after seven years of doing this business, I've got all these techniques that work for me, and... I never understood what I was doing until I attended Matt's classes and he taught me the techniques behind why I was being successful. So that's why what he does is super important. And the other reason why it's important to have Matt on the call is he he told you straight up, there's thousands of people a year that come to listen to this guy um, speak on stage and learn these NLP techniques with successful people in all different cities all across the country. Again, I've been to two this year. Greg's been to three. And each class has 50 to 100 different people in it. And the last day of each class, he spends two or three hours as an optional thing if you want to know more about why his physical um, has been improving and successful. He mentions Beachbody and gives people the opportunity to buy products or sign up as a coach. And that's why it's important for everybody on this team because even if Matt isn't, you know, in your direct downline, indirectly he's affecting all of us, you know, flowing up through Jeff and myself. There's one thing I do have to correct you on, Matt. Um, He said a lot on the call, or at least once, that it's Jason's team, and that's not true. You know, it's, it's our team. And although I may be the oldest experience, maybe the founder of the team, you know, I truly look at Jeff as the leader. And then, you know, as Shannon comes up through these ranks and is pulling out a five-star, now she's going to be one of these leaders on the team that you can look to when it comes time to, you know, hosting events and getting access to that five-star diamond line. So it's really our team, and we are awesomely grateful to have Matt be a part of it and Greg, too. Jeff, what did you have? So... I've been told, Matt, to ask you about uh, the Mercedes story and how it relates to customer service. Um, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, you know, treating our customers, um, you know, like one of our own family members and making sure that we don't sell stuff. And, um, you know, I don't never looked at this as a business where we're selling. We're basically sharing something we're passionate about. And the real coaches are the ones that are there for those people after you get them into a P90X challenge them can help them with, uh, you know, processing their order. The real coaches are the ones who are there for them 90 days from now and help them reach their goals. So um, 
I was asked to basically ask you about the, 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 how the Mercedes stories ties into customer service. I guess you're pretty passionate about that story. Is that true, Matt? Wow, I don't. Yeah, man, I haven't told that story for a long time. The, the problem is, I have a lot of product out there that I recorded, and once I recorded that one, and people had heard it on the recording, I stopped telling about. I don't know who the heck told you to tell that. Uh, ask me on that one. Um, uh, really, I'll keep the story sweet and to the point. Uh, I woke up one day, um, successful in business. I'm a successful trainer, and just got the bug. Hey, I want to go out there and get a luxury car. Never had one before. And I always want to know how people treat me as an individual. So I didn't dress like a bum. I just put on some jeans, T-shirt. I took my Rolex off, and I walked into Mercedes and got the worst customer service. I mean, I wanted to see a specific car. I had all my details I wanted, and the guy's tapping his toe and looking at his watch. I mean, and I finally had enough, and I said, you know, this person isn't giving me the time of the day because he's judging me based on how I look. And... It was such a huge goal. I'm also a believer in getting over your obstacles, and you always go for your goal at 110%. And I'm like, geez, man. So I'm driving off the car lot, and I'm going, what am I going to do? Because in Honolulu, there's only one Mercedes dealership, and you can drive around Honolulu in an hour and a half. So it's not like I can, like, drive down to Laguna Beach or something and buy a Mercedes from another one. I'm literally walking away from a goal, and I never do that. So I'm just kind of sitting there going, what the heck am I going to do? And my goal was I wanted a luxury vehicle. And I looked up across the street, and I saw three beautiful letters, BMW, and drove across the street, drove off in a 3 Series, and I've owned a BMW ever since then. And when I walked in there, the person treated me with a huge level of respect and a huge level of integrity. And I would tell that story as a means of, some people get so locked into their goal that they lose sight of the things that are important to them. And I, I stayed true to what's important to me and also maintained my focus on getting that goal and achieved it and got the success. And the closest correlation that I can give you is that Jason, I mean, what a humble guy. I know that I use the term also that it's our team and we're a part of it. And this is the guy that is highest up in this and made this possible and puts this together for everyone and yet what a humble guy as I walked by him every day I thought I had enough rapport with him where I could just kneel down and go dude you're wearing the Beachbody stuff every day are you the biggest fan are you like you know you work for them and when he says I work for them he says I kind of work for them you know I'm a coach what a humble guy he didn't like lead in with I've made this much money and I'm this big of a coach with them and this many people are in my downline he was just really humble And when I shared with him P90X, it wasn't in this – I didn't look at him at any point as being amazing or not amazing. I treated him with respect, and I treated him with integrity. And he began to share information with me. And when he opened up and told me who he is and how much he's made and what a difference he's made in so many people's lives, I sat there and went, see, you never judge a book by its cover. A person could be walking in every day wearing a P90X T-shirt with nothing else going on, and you might think that they're just a T-shirt wearing guy, but this guy could be the biggest coach that you've ever met, and you wouldn't know. As you approach clients, you always want to approach them using what's called rapport. And Greg reminded me by text, anything that we have that's available for our team, I want to make it available for you guys too, because Jason is 100% right, and I live my life by this philosophy, and that is we are one big team. It doesn't matter that you guys are my upline 
you're going to benefit from any of the knowledge that I have, and that's going to have a trickle-down effect on all of us. Um, whether it's getting this information out there or all of us becoming more successful, we rise up as a team. I, I recorded the sales webinar that I did. We're going to make that accessible for you. I got a 30-minute presentation on how to establish rapport. NLP teaches rapport, and rapport adds to trust, and trust increases your sales. That's proven in a study done by a guy named Wood in 2006 that using NLP-based rapport skills, you increase trust and therefore have a better closing ratio. We'll make this information available for you guys to, to help you out with what it is that you are doing because I, if I hadn't been able to get into rapport with Jason, I wouldn't even be on this call right now and I wouldn't have had the level of success I've already had. So treat everyone with respect. Jeff, I hope that answers Love your that. question. Love that. Ariel, are you out there? Ariel. Ariel. Uh, Ariel is the one who told me to ask that question. She's listening, Matt. Uh, I guess, uh, Ariel, go tell your story. Um, of meeting Matt, I was one of the students at the university, and I've taken many of his classes and trainings. Oh, thank you so much. I, what's your last name? Oh, yeah, I don't know if you want to give me your last name on the phone, but I know. Langford. At the time, it was Langford. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I used to tell that story all the time and get super passionate about it. It was a defining moment in my life. So that's cute that you actually remembered that. Thank you so much. It was about 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, after I recorded it about eight years ago, and then I was in a training, someone like goes, oh, I love your Mercedes story. And I went, oh, I've got to start telling a different one now. But that's awesome. That was, yeah, that was 10 years ago. Well, I'm using all of my training that you taught me, and I have my own business in Ann Arbor. And with what you taught me, I helped one of my kids get to the um, Olympics. Oh, my goodness. That is so awesome. What a fabulous success story. What did he do in the Olympics? What, what, what sport was he in? Hockey. Oh, fantastic. That is so amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, I absolutely Thank you. You're doing Beachbody stuff now. You're doing Beachbody. That is so amazing. Thank Die you. Got you after your own heart, Jason, playing hockey. And Ariel, so you, you t if you did trainings with me 10 years ago, you, you were doing trainings with me when I was hitting that 200-pound mark and not living life to the, the fittest. So I was, and I did trainings with your dad as well. Yeah, yeah. That is so amazing. So, yeah, I, I've had some people that have been around that long, and they see me now, and they go, what the heck have you been doing? And I was so, I was so not congruent about sharing this information, and that was my own stuff. I, I had seen so many people promote products, and I just didn't have the full story on Beachbody. What, what Jason had did for me and what Greg did for me was to get me congruent about sharing this because – uh, ten years ago, I was not in anywhere near the shape that I'm in right now. And, I, I, again, students would come up to me and go, man, I saw you ten years ago. What the hell have you been doing? And now I'm very proud to say, doing Beachbody, making a huge difference. That's amazing. Yep. Well, thank you for sharing. I've always enjoyed your, your work, your trainings. Thank very you. motivating. Glad that we're on the same team. That is amazing. Really good stuff. Really good stuff. Okay, so what I'm going to do, if you don't have a problem with it, Matt, I'm going to open up the lines um, for the last five minutes here and sure. see if we can get a couple questions. So you guys know the rules. If you would please self-mute your lines right now because I can't just unmute them one at a time. I don't know who's going to ask questions. So self-mute your lines, 
And then uh, if you have a question, please stay unmuted and you'll have access. So here we go. All right. Yeah, maybe we'll, yeah, we'll go okay. ahead and take any questions anybody has now. And maybe while we're waiting for the first question, you know, just that, that last experience is really unique in so much that, you know, this is somebody that Matt worked with over 10 years ago when he had a university and now the university has gone and she's, seen him struggle with weight and now she sees him successful with weight but I think the significant thing of that for me is the impact that we have you know on people that we don't know about did, did Matt put her her student into the Olympics not necessarily because she did the work but you know it was through the teachings that she got from Matt and I think we need to think about that consciously as we work with our clients you know like we might not be helping the next guy lose a thousand pounds but if their kids grow up healthier, then we do still have an impact. So that's awesome to see that story. Love it. Okay, gang, any other questions or any questions, period, before we, um, before we wrap up the call? we got about five or six minutes here. see a lot of chatter on the, on the page. We always have a shy group, Matt. Anybody, questions, sure. comments? You know, I'll do one, um, having seen so much of your information. One of the biggest struggles in my life has always been, like, in negotiations and, you know, trying to solve disputes, be it personal or business or whatever. And, you know, one of the techniques that I've learned from you that's been most valuable um, is the chunking. And obviously you can't get into, you know, details on how that whole thing works, but if you could cover that from a really high perspective, I think that's maybe a valuable takeaway everybody could benefit from. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so in a nutshell, language is measured along a spectrum of big picture ideas to very specific. Uh, example of big picture, I want to get fit. That's really big picture. It's ambiguous. You know, asking someone what specifically they want to do to get fit, that's getting more into the details of it. Um, here, here's an example of being overly detailed. I was the guy in high school that couldn't do a pull-up to save my life. And if I was working with Jason, if I, Jason, if I was working with you back when I first got into Beachbody, you'd be like, okay, what's one of your specific goals? Man, I want to be able to do a pull-up. I want to finally have a back that I'm not ashamed of. I never had the upper body strength. That's very specific. You get into arguments with people. You get into disputes with people when you're in the weeds because one person is saying, hey, man, you want to know the best, you want to know the best fitness program that Beachbody puts out? It's P90X. No, it's not. It's insanity. And I know that's a, like, you know, made up. No one's going to really argue over that. And that's how people get into arguments. They get into arguments over... Well, I like P90X because Tony Horton's funny. Well, I like Insanity because Sean pushes me in a dip, whatever. That's so detailed and so specific. The way you get into a place of resolution where you can bring together an idea is through what NLP calls chunking up. And I know that sounds really weird, but it's basically just taking the language to a higher level perspective. So if you say to someone, you know, what's your whole purpose for working out? What's your intention? The words, what's your purpose or what is your intention, gets a person to a higher level concept or a higher level idea. Well, my purpose for doing P90X is to get fit. Okay, what's the purpose for that? To be healthy so that I can spend more time with my kids. Awesome. I do that for the exact same reason. 
I do Insanity Max because it, it helps me to be more fit, and I do it in 30 minutes so that I can spend more time with my kids. That's awesome. Now you have reached a place of agreement, and that helps to resolve differences. Now, in negotiation, and there's no way I can get into that, you take that place of agreement and you go back down into the specifics and formulate a plan of action while maintaining the agreement. And anybody that you're working with, whether it's one of your coaches in your line or someone who has bought, purchased the product, the way you get into an agreement with them is you move them up to a, a more abstract idea by asking them for what purpose, what intention. When you find common ground, you can't argue. At some point, you get to a high enough level that you cannot argue over it. For example, if I get all the way up to, hey, I just want to be healthy. Well, me too. You can't argue with that. In other words, you find that agreement. And Jason, as you know, no. since you've done some trainings with me, it gets a little bit more complicated at the master. For sure. But yeah, yeah. For sure. And and I just want to say, I mean, you guys are noticing just some of the linguistic patterns that we share. Instead of saying but, we're using words like and, and is that feel more effective for you. This is just stuff that I've learned through doing his classes, and it's all become more effective for me. And the thing with that chunking is that this works not only if you're in an argument with your wife, but, you know, it works at at the restaurant when they say, well, what do you want to eat? You can get to a really high level. It's like, well, I want a salad or I want a steak. Or you can get to a really defined and minute level where it's like, well, I want a filet mignon medium rare. And so you always have this scale of things that you can talk about. And this concept of chunking has, you know, served me really well, you know, not only in negotiations with buddies and friends and girlfriends, but also, you know, just when I'm trying to get the right thing at dinner. So it's it's an example of one of the techniques that you can get at his class. And again, he can't teach anything in, in five minutes that takes um, five days in the class. And the class is used to cost, um, you know, Greg was on the call, he paid $5,000 for the class that I spent $97 on. Um, and and I'm not going to say that anybody needs this class to go out and do Beachbody, but I'll say, you know, it would help everybody to go to the class. And you might not be in a position where you're going to fly out to Seattle to take the next class, but look at NLP.com. And if he's in an area that's by you, it's definitely a good use of uh, five days to get out and learn more about this technology that's working well for all of us in every aspect of life, not not just Beachbody. Thank you so much for that. I, I, I do appreciate that, Jason. I appreciate the plug. Yeah, and uh, we have a ton of resources on NLP.com that can help out as well. Jeff? Very cool. Jeff, do you see Nadine, are you all? Yeah, Nadine, are you yeah, out there? Yeah, I was just waiting. I'm unmuted. I have a problem engaging people, both in person and emails. They just seem to disappear. How do you keep people engaged? At what point do you lose them, if you don't mind me asking? Do you lose them in the initial phase, um, like when you're beginning to establish communication, or after you've been communicating with them for a while? Because those are two, there's potentially two different problems. It's both, actually. I mean, I could be just talking about their friends, and I could be talking about their family, and they just disappear. Okay. In the beginning phase of communication, one of the things that is absolutely critical is establishing rapport. And so because it's a free resource for you, I got a 30-minute video that talks about rapport, the importance of rapport, 
So losing someone in the early phase from a psychological perspective is usually a lack of having established rapport. Rapport is a process of establishing responsiveness, in other words, opening up the communication, and it's based on the idea that people like people that are like themselves. And when you have rapport with someone, they tend to stick around longer in a conversation. So if you've ever been in a conversation with someone that you just did not click with, it's easier to walk away. Everyone can use a, a, a good dose of learning how to get into rapport, even people who are good at it. Learning more about rapport helps you as an individual engage your potential client. Now, if once you have established rapport, they're leaving the conversation, then I'm going to go back to what I already shared with you, and that is that people want to be heard and they want to feel validated. And one of the best ways to do that is to learn how to ask them specific questions to figure out what it is that they need. And you talk to them about being able to achieve that need. And where I see people, when I've, when I've gone into larger corporations and taught them how to do sales techniques like this, where I see people losing and disengaging in the conversation is that they haven't learned active listening skills. And rather than finding out what the client's need is, they go in and they share their desires. And so then the person that you're talking to, even if you have rapport, doesn't feel heard. And hey, here, here's a basic human concept. I don't have to be a doctor of psychology to tell you this. People like to talk about one thing themselves. People, people, tend, people who like to talk tend to like to talk about themselves. And oddly enough, the individuals that are really good at sales know when to be quiet. Um, I've gone into Fortune 100 companies and taught them how to get better at rapport, how to do sales, values alignment, and whatnot. And the best salespeople on the planet know when to listen, they know when to talk, and they know when to zip it. Uh, and usually towards the end, people sometimes talk their way out of closing a sale rather than just closing and being quiet. And so I don't know where it is that you're losing them, but the two biggest areas that I see people getting lost in a, in a communication, an interaction, is in the beginning through lack of rapport or in the middle through lack of listening skills or through a lack of feeling like the person is being heard. So those are the two areas that I could recommend the best um, to help you out with that. And anything beyond that, I would probably either want to be in and watch the conversation or have you figure out exactly at what point with what you're saying or what they're saying is where they disappear. But I hope that helps out a little bit. Yes, it does. Thank you. You're welcome. And again, I'm, I'm, we're, a part of a, we're a part of a team. We're all a part of a team. And so Greg and I, the resources that we're putting together for um, the coaches that are in our downline, we're going to make them available through Jeff and um, through Jason and, and give you guys access to that. So if it's the rapport, yeah, the I'm thing, excited I think for that, that video will help out. Yeah, it's, I, want, I want all of us to prosper. I mean, I just I really see what a huge difference Beachbody has made for some individuals. And the more people that we're able to enroll and you prosper from it, we're all going to prosper. So we're, we're going to share this information and help you out. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, Thanks for asking. I, I love that generosity and I love that answer. Um, really genius that he kind of answered both of the places that breaks down in rapport and then just kind of in um, intention. And again, I, this keeps bringing me back to the conversation I had earlier today where, you know, I was so motivated to talk about my needs, but I, I 
took control of my own emotions. And I'm like, well, no, wait and ask what she wants first and then talk about that thing. And you know what? Like, again, Jeff and I and Shannon and everybody else on this call, Christy Parmore, have been successful at doing this and not knowing that we were using certain NLP techniques. So the beauty in this for me is, you know, Beachbody always says it's more important to be interested than interesting. And then Matt James comes along and he says, well, here's what's, here's the NLP rules and laws behind that. And now I just find myself being more effective using the techniques that I've already known. And I think that's why um, having know both him and Greg working together on our team is, is such a valuable thing and so generous of them to offer a lot of the resources for all of Sparty and Union and uh, Extreme Team to use so really good stuff. Jeff was there anything else? Or? Yeah any other last questions gang? I don't see anything else posted on the page I saw Nadine said she had a question any, any other questions before we wrap it up? You're still unmuted. Okay uh, Matt, thank you so much. Greg, thank you so much. Jason, this this call rocked. I can't wait to uh, get these tools out to everybody. And Jason, you've uh, convinced me I want to sign up for one of these classes. So you and I are going to talk about the schedule and how I can make it happen. Um, I want to I want to I want to do exactly what you did and, and sit there and, and realize some of the things I've already been doing and how to do them better. So Matt, really appreciate it. Looking forward to seeing you live in one of your classes. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate the invite on here. It's an honor to be a part of your guys' team as well. Thank you for everything you guys do. Awesome. Jason, why don't you take us out today? You know, I can't really say more for what Matt and Greg, you know, bring to the team. Um, I'll, I'll tell you a little story. Like, I went to the class, and I've avoided NLP my life. I've known about it, and I'm like, well, you know, that's the extra 20%. And unless you're doing the first 80% right, that extra 20% doesn't matter. And then I've been introduced to different NLP speakers and trainings, and it just didn't feel right. Um, and then I went to this, you know, upon the recommendation of somebody I really respect and trust in Greg. And then when I got there, you know, I saw the ability and the genuineness and the talent that uh, Matt has. So I, I was joking around with, you know, um, the person that I went to the class with, you know, like, oh, my good friend Matt James, my good friend Matt James, you know, just joking Having this desire to want to know this individual better, um, you know, and one of the things I really pride myself in is that Jeff and I do the best to learn from the best masters that we can find, and these calls over the last four or five years have really been about sharing the best resources that we can find with you. Jeff's got, you know, one more little tidbit or excitement he's going to add to the end of this con. I'm not going to take that away from him. But that's, again, learning from one of the best masters that we can find. Um, so then I put that expectation onto the universe, you know, by saying my good friend Matt James. And now here we are, um, you know, a year later in a, in a few months, and everything that I wanted is happening for Greg, you know, all the success that he's happened in his business. Matt has come on the team, and now he's sharing this message to thousands of people across this country, which, you know, is awesome because it's volume, it's, it's rank, it's, it's on more recognition. But on your deathbed, like, you're not going to, they're not going to put 18-star diamond on, on your gravestone. But the thing that's going to be more most important to you is the relationships you made. And I can't say enough for, you know, what Matt and, and Greg and Jeff um, really mean to it. The one thing I'll say is, you know, we're never going to come to you and say you need to take this class to be a better coach. And 
you know, I'm never going to say that. Um, nobody needs NLP. You, you can do it all on your own, and NLP helps anybody. I think the one person in my life that embodies that they would get a lot out of a lot of the personal development classes um, but doesn't need any of it is Jeff. And so for him to say, like, you know what, Jason, I'm committing to this because I've seen the growth in you and, and I've seen the excellence of the structures that you're having and I want to dive into it, you know, means a lot to me that one of the guys that I respect the most who honestly doesn't need it, we all know he's successful enough, you know, sees enough value into this to, to, to want to move forward with it. So I think that speaks really highly for Jeff, uh, Greg, and Matt. So thank you very much for sharing that. And everybody needs to hear your big news, Jeff. Yes, yes, guys, take take my lead. I'm going to talk with Jason and Greg and find a class I can take here um, soon. We hope you guys can do the same thing. And I love your analogy about, you know, the gravestone, Jason, because one of the things I've always lived by is what's going to be on my stone someday. I could, you know, a lot of people could care less about the accomplishments and what I've always kind of strived for. And one of the things that Beachbody's given me is a much better life, uh, a life of abundance and a life of, of being able to help other people. So the thing on the the tombstone, just because you brought it up, that means the most to me is that dash between your born date and your end date. That dash on there is so overlooked by everybody. The dash on the tombstone, you know, between the born date and the death date is your life. Okay, that 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 dash represents the everything in between. Okay, and and when I leave this earth someday, I want that dash to glow. I want it to glow. So I'm planning to have my dash basically somehow, somehow highlighted on my stone because that's the type of life I want to live. Mm-hmm. And that's what beats me, and I want to do more of it. So awesome that you brought that up because that's always something that's meant something to me. The big news. Big news is next week, gang, we have the top coach for 2014 in the network joining us. Uh, number one, who you're going to see up on stage at Summit as the top coach of 2014. She's rocking this year. She's a fellow cab member of mine, and she uh, actually has become a pretty good friend over the last few weeks since our last cab meeting weeks ago. We have Melanie Mitro coming on the call next week. You're not going to want to miss it. She's, um, she and I talked a little bit. She's going to share some really great tips, things that she's doing, um, has done to bring her into the number one coach in the whole network. And we're talking about number one of – 350,000 plus coaches, and she's number one in the network, and you guys have the opportunity to learn from her next week. So mark your calendars, put your kids to bed early, do what you need to do to be on this call live. Okay, we love you guys listening to the recordings, but live gives the ability to ask questions, post questions and have them answered. Be on live with us if you can. Obviously, we always have the recordings on teamleadershipcalls.com and on podcasts under the Fit Union. But we'd love to have you guys join us live and blow this up like we did Tony a few weeks ago. So that's the big news. Hopefully you guys are all excited about that. And we'll talk to everybody next week. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Jason. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thank Thanks, you. everybody. Great call. Um, we really appreciate and grateful for our guest speakers. And, yeah, um, sometimes we get complaints that we're the Billionaires Boys Club. So tune in next week and learn some of the best tips from some of the best female coaches out there. All right. Thanks again, everybody. We really appreciate it. Take care. Conference muted.